You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. <laughs> Hi. I think we should start that way. Please, please keep that in. Hi, welcome to We Know Nothing. This is Nikki Glazer. Hi, it's Phil Hanley. I'm Anya Marina, and we have a special guest today. Very special. Uh, we have Tom Brady in the studio. I feel uh, like it's like show and tell, Nick. Like since you brought the the special thing to show and tell, you should introduce it. Yeah, <laughs> We've, I've mentioned Tom on the podcast before. He's a fan of the show, and he's also one of my best friends. And he opens for me on the road every chance I get to bring someone. Not every club lets me, but when I, they do, I bring Tom. Uh, and we've just be- become so close this summer. So close. So close. Does Giselle care? Uh. <laughs> he li- Literally, Tom <laughs> suffers every day. I-, I was telling Tom yesterday, because of his name, his name is actually Tom Brady, everyone. Uh-huh. Um, he... Every day he runs into someone saying something like it, it. It's almost like he's a celebrity in the sense that like it's just a thing that happens every day that someone's gonna recognize you and you're gonna have to, yeah. ca- you're gonna have yeah. to laugh at a Giselle comment like that <laughs> Sorry. politely. No, it's okay. I know. No, but everyone I thinks they're being original. And, and I've made that joke to him, but it I see it get made constantly <laughs> to him. Last night he walked on stage and yeah, some guy goes like Giselle. Just like he just stated as a fact, hey, Giselle. Like yeah. he didn't even. At least you put it in like a nice like joke form. Thank he you. just yelled it. Yeah, that's yeah. like just word association. Wow, that yeah. makes me really feel for the football player Tom Brady because I mean he probably gets it the other way. He's like, "How's your absent father?" <laughs> <laughs> My father's absent. Everybody said so that you're on. You're in on the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a pretty interesting upbringing. Nikki was giving me a little window into it yesterday when yeah when you were gone. Oh yeah. Fun. Well, we don't need to get into that we right won't. now. Let's start off. <laughs> We talked a lot that. of shit about no. Oh, yeah, we were <laughs> we in line at Starbucks, and it was getting pretty great. Um, you are someone I met in um, Indiana. Yes, we. You were like a young comic on the scene when I was like headlining at the Comedy Attic in uh-huh. Bloomington, Indiana, a great club. Hi, Jared. And uh, I, he's the club owner, and mm-hmm. I know that he wants a shout out, <laughs> and I'm gonna give it to him. Oh, is he listening? What'd you say? Is he listening? He doesn't he listen probably, to podcasts, but I'll but tell him But he might this. listen to this one because we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he has the ego of a comedian. And I mean <laughs> that in the best way, Jared. Like, you like to hear people talk about you. Like, who doesn't? Yeah. Maybe not a comedian. I don't know what I'm saying. I, I do. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Every, okay, he has an ego. <laughs> like, we all do. But anyway, uh, Jared, I also want to tell you you should book Phil Hanley to headline your club. He's amazing. And uh, you know that. You've heard about it. Every time I bring up anyone to Jared like you, He's always like, yeah, I know. I got, I gotta bring him. I know. I, uh, I'm trying. Like, well, well, we had, we had the this festival, and then we tried to get people. Like, he always has. Jared, I hope you're not furious with me right now because. Uh, yeah, don't hold it against me. Yeah, don't hold it. But yeah, but what I'm saying is, Jared knows of you. I'm oh, positive okay. of it, and he's. It's just a matter of like fitting it in the schedule. He's always booked up for like. Until next August. Yeah, yeah. He's always like really on top of this. This isn't interesting to our listeners. So, Jared, I want to let you know you're not interesting to our listeners. (laughs) And Bloomington, hot topic. But anyway, I met. There is a hot topic. I met Tom there. And then I I just like loved him because he's just nice and 
Oh, thank you. That's it. Oh, and you were he, opening uh, I'm just locally, kidding. and then she He's hilarious. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, <she laughs> I was like, just me, hanging out. She told me you guys would like go on tour and get Froyo after. I was like, that's my dream is to it's have a best guy like friend the greatest. Who, who would actually go get Froyo. No, here's the thing. <laughs> I realized like Tom is, how, 26? 26, yes, yeah. Yes, Tom is 26. When I was 26 and even tw- 25, like... I would like go on the road and like you drink after the shows and you hang out with the wait staff and you like have like a rip roaring like young time. Yeah. And I'm like, Tom, come get Froyo with me. <laughs> and like he drinks, I don't drink. And so he like becomes me during like because you just whoever you're with on the road, you yeah. kind of like do what they do. Right. And he's never like I, I think he genuinely likes going to get Froyo after show. I can every tell show. you. I love it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you don't have to guess. Every show. <laughs> yeah, every show. I don't think we've best. ever done a show together where we don't find no, a way to get Froyo. No, last after. time uh, we did a show together, we just walked to Froyo without even talking about it. We just left and just like robots walked to Froyo. <laughs> and you were like, oh yeah, we're getting Froyo as we walked in the door. And I was like, yeah, I know. We're here. <laughs> it was so <laughs> it's funny. It's the best. But um, I love this. I love this happens in music too. I don't know if it happens in other careers, but easy male female relationships, and you don't think about the fact that the rest of the world sort of thinks it's weird until you're confronted that he with has like a penis and I have a vagina. Yeah, like yeah. friends and family will be like, "Wait, what?" And that if we mated, we'd make something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Tom, you and I could make something. Oh, what would it look like? <laughs> no, we would like Froyo. <laughs> It would just look like it would either like Froyo or put up with getting Froyo every night. Um, Like yeah, that's a good point. Like I, I, that that I don't know. Can men and women be friends? That's like the when Harry met Sally question. And I, from my relationship with Tom, feel like they can. Yeah, I I don't want to fuck Tom. Sorry, Tom. I think, but if you're in a situation where if you're working with people and often it's not that they're bad people, but you just don't click yeah then when you meet someone that does click you're like i don't care if it's a guy or a girl or whatever and i think it would probably happen the same thing if you were on the road yeah. playing music if you, there's like people that you're like fine with or whatever or tolerate and then to meet someone you're like oh i actually enjoy this is like no pressure and just fun mm-hmm. to hang out with yeah i can see how that would happen and i think tom um is, is extraordinary in the sense for a, a friend to a woman like I, he has he does very well with the ladies i want to put that out there <laughs> nice Tommy. Um, so well he does you <laughs> all right you, you do great like you are 26 and you talk about relationships you've been in like you have so many relationships so you do very well with the ladies but i think currently i mean i i guess i'm doing all right no you have currently so many relationships no, oh no, i no, have no. so many relationships right now just in every city i have a new relationship <laughs> no <laughs> no he has a, he's had so many relationships okay, so yeah he's been engaged. which i don't know if that's good engaged i've You've been, been engaged? engaged yeah yeah coach us let's hear about the, coach us i can teach you how to get engaged and not go make it to completion <laughs> i would like to not get engaged how did that happen uh well um i started dating a girl and when i was like 21 uh-huh. who i like lost my my virginity to uh-huh. uh, my virginity um we did it in virginia did and that's then, another <laughs> connection where you you were 21 weren't you yeah yeah okay. did you- and i just want to finish this off tom was raised by women yes yeah, so yeah, yeah. Th- i think that's there's you get us and you're not like 
Yeah, I think. I think I, there's something there. You. Yeah, my sister and my mom kind of raised you're me. You're like a girl. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like, you just respect women, and that comes off in, in a friendship with you. I try to. Not that it someone who exactly doesn't like you said you disrespect women. It did sound like that. That <laughs> you I just, disrespect you said, women. No, you said <laughs> you just respect women, yeah. but it sounded like disrespect. Yeah. Oh no, um, you you just respect you just respect women. Yeah, <laughs> almost to a fault. <laughs> you just respect women. Like <laughs> you just respect women, and I love it. I I always of a funny joke would be like oh my god like my my boyfriend like really he was he he says he like really respects women because he was like raised by a lot of sluts <laughs> like stuff like saying like like he calls his like mom and his aunts like whores or something like he like he was raised by women and like so, like somehow i don't know that it could be funny in some way like he's insulting him th- and, them at the same time yeah they say, like yeah, oh yeah. but i was raised well i get it because i was raised by a lot of sluts like <laughs> just like something like that like being um anyway so you were raised by some sluts oh uh, sure um, <laughs> no so okay you you met this girl yes. lost your virginities lost my virginity Did, was she it didn't. her first time no it wasn't her first time oh, and she... that caused a lot of conflict for you yes tell me uh, I got jealous uh, retroactively which is not a thing that is allowed you can't do that how did that happen uh, her having sex with other men <laughs> no I, I think I can In a way that my hurt my feelings that. yeah like how how was it not did it not bother you before you I guess you thought it was her first time too I didn't ask but I kind of knew and I just knew that it was normal for people who were 21 or tw- she was older she was 22 um and I knew that it was normal for someone to have sex at that point I knew I was the weird one but then the further we got into the relationship it was just like because it, it it becomes so intense when you're so young where it's like we're, this was meant to be like this is yeah. written in the stars how could it be that you screwed it up by Having sex with people in the past. Oh my god! He's a real asshole. <laughs> it's the worst way to be. Yeah. Yeah. It was very immature. And so, uh, but that obviously didn't prevent you from getting engaged. Right. I got over it. Um. And then I asked her. She asked me to move to um Ohio with her, and then we got engaged. And uh, then it ended like I moved to Ohio and it was terrible. And uh, where in Ohio? It was Athens, Ohio, where oh, Ohio okay. University is. Miami. No. Um, oh, yeah, uh, right. Athens. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Miami yeah. is where Oxford is. What? Yeah. It's so weird. Oxford. Uh, Miami of Ohio oh, is Miami, in Athens. Miami of Ohio, I think, is in Oxford. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Never mind. I just fell asleep. Yes. Yeah, that was sorry. <laughs> God, I hate me right now. Jesus No, Christ. it wasn't you guys. Sorry, I just geog- <laughs> I never had geography. So. Yeah. Um, I never had geography. <laughs> As a class. Did you have English <laughs> lessons either? How um, long were you in Ohio? How long did you I was in Ohio for almost a year. It's the saddest situation, Phil. He went to Ohio like alone, no friends there, no, like nothing, just, just her, her friends. Yeah. And she was in medical school, so she oh, kind of okay. just got lost into that world. Yeah. And then uh she started seeing a dude who she started seeing this dude all the time who was also in medical school and they would hang out like constantly. And I was like, is there something here? And she was like, no. And then we broke up and then they were together two weeks later. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went back to get his stuff and he was looking at a camera. I looked at a camera that I had bought her and there was pictures of them together just like holding each other kind of. <laughs> it was oh, so weird. Tom, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Hey, it's okay. I'm fine now. <laughs> wow, though. That is. That's, yeah, but that's like walking in on a crime scene. That's what it photos. felt like. And I was like kind of looking for it, too. Like I just felt the vibe from it. Like yeah. I was watching her Facebook really 
crazily. Yeah, sometimes you need confirmation for some reason. Definitely. Like, I wanted to see it, and then... Uh, and then it hurts like a son of a bitch. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, and then you, like, relate to music more. It's. I think yeah. it's good to go through. Yeah, I don't have know, you, did you, Have you ever heard of Taylor Swift? I've heard. I've heard of her. <laughs> I've heard that uh, she's a really divisive uh, concept on this podcast. Actually, after the last podcast, Nikki and I went home, and as a joke, I started covering that song. And then all of a sudden, I was hooked, and I couldn't stop. And Nikki, we couldn't called shut my me parents up. and sang it for them. Oh my god, I forgot we did that <laughs> on Facetime. We Facetimed them and did it. I stay up too late. <laughs> Go on too many dates. Speaking of music, I just want to cite one of my favorite songs by Liz Fair called jealousy which i thought of while you were talking about being jealous of her exes you know because you, you were just bored out. and you were thinking of other stuff no but this line <laughs> she goes i can't believe you had a life before me i can't believe they let you run around free it's such a great line mm, that is song. great it's true that nails it you do feel like what like we're meant like how could you have and i remember my therapist saying like the guy you're with now is never gonna love you as much as he loved his first love. Like the first love oh. is like the most intense. And it's not to say that you won't have a gr better relationship right. than that one. But like when you're young and you have that yeah. like unbridled, just like I love. Yeah, she, it's an immature love. I had that yeah. in seventh grade. Crazy, but you, she's not crazy. It's true. How Who's can you not crazy? Say that no, I, I think it's true. Therapist. I think it's true. But I think I think you have. I think you will probably appreciate someone much more yes. than you appreciated them. You'll have more of a practical. It's like, like the way you feel about candy when you're a kid, as opposed to when you're adult. Yeah, yeah you still yeah. like candy as an adult, and you still love it, but you're not like this is everything. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you had it's my motivation for living. Yeah, it's like any. Any when you first, it's like the first time you really got into a band where you're like, that's it. Yes. ACDC till I die. That's, it, Phil. that's all I'm gonna listen to. <laughs> and then and then you know, like I by this I remember being a kid and hearing ACDC for the first time. It just it was crazy. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's you just I just think you get used to it. But you'll have more of an appreciation for bands down the road. I don't know. Like I feel like my 347th cigarette was better than my first cigarette. No, oh, no, cigarettes. Cigarettes are different. Yeah, cigarettes, cigarettes are, are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoyed smoking when I smoked. I don't anymore. But yeah, but the first one was not good. And same goes for boyfriends. No offense to my first boyfriend. Loved him very much, but. I think there's a difference between your first, first love. love. Yeah. yeah, that's the I that's see. the ticket. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. the yeah. first boyfriend. Howie first... in sixth grade. Hey, he, he was shout in out sixth to grade. Howie. I was in first grade. <laughs> Yeah, I was in first grade. I told my mom I was in love with Howie. She's like, you're seven. <laughs> you're six. Wow. He's 12. And I was like, I know. I love him. He said hello to me. And it's been that way ever since, liking unavailable people. Okay. You know? That's, uh, <laughs> it's been shit like all sixth graders. <laughs> yeah, that's, the that's the trouble. It's really, yeah. It's There's a pattern. Anya. There's yeah, a... I've got to stop. I've yeah. got to stop. <laughs> no, I think your first like uh, requited love, like I don't think that you can match that feeling. There's like a chemical in you that like is addicting and it's hard to like get back to. I, I think that that's what that means. I don't even know if it needs to be requited. Like, really? Uh, Honestly, when Phil was saying the band thing, like I think my first love was Dave Matthews. Like mm. I really do mm -hmm. think like what I felt in felt in my soul, like I have to be with him and if I'm not, like my life will not be good. Like it was that feeling of like this is destiny. I like had it figured out like how much older he was than me and I like looked at other people's relationships like oh this could work. Like I think it was 16 That's years. So cute. I was just obsessed and I, I I don't think I felt that way about my first love at even close, but uh, it, it was just point. like this dumb love. You yeah, know, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense, obviously. Yeah. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, I think that there's something to that. But I don't think it. It. I'm not. I don't think Donna, my therapist, was saying that you'll never love someone as much as you do but it doesn't feel it's not that it won't like resonate the way that. it does okay. yeah and it's, it's exactly we'll with the like band that. thing because i'll never love a band like yeah. i did lo love dave matthews band and then uh wilco after that like i just even those bands i'm just like uh they're decent you know like i don't you have so yeah. much more happening in your life but if you when it happens in your teenage like or whatever or younger than that it doesn't there's nothing else really going down that that is that, 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 is that exciting then all of a sudden there's this monumental thing where you haven't felt yeah. it before. oh that's true yeah. and you can like put so much more focus into it because you have nothing else yeah that's going on all that's life. going down yeah, yeah. And there's true. no other stress no other best band or was it really acdc film? when i was a kid i remember yeah here like what and i never did you hear that's that hooked you uh hell's bells and yes. i was on it was it was uh I, I had liked music before like i had because my brother and sister are older than me so i was like like i think i got let it be when i was like super super young and i had loved the beatles i loved the rolling stones like i loved what they were into mm -hmm. Who are and, they? and then <laughs> and then yeah i remember hearing acdc and being like holy shit changed my life yeah what about you tom i think my the first one that i felt it like that for was sticks which is such a random yes. thing. I don't know. Like, I loved them. I went back and listened What's to some of them. What's the big stick song? They have a lot. Sail uh, Away. Renegade Sail is a big away. one. Yeah. Sail Away. But uh, Renegade is a big one. But they had, like, a lot of, like, really uh, soft, like, soft rock, like, love songs. And I was just so into, like, all of that. Yeah. I don't know. Every, like, I, I was really into country and sticks. I don't know. That's cute. Tom, um... I want to share. Uh, <laughs> you know exactly. I know what exactly. I'm about to share. What you're about to share. <laughs> you guys are reading each other's minds. Um, it's so cute. Well, he said country, and Tom um, was a big Reba McIntyre fan. Oh, wow. now as a kid. you're talking. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Tom, uh, it's one of the cutest stories. Like you can just see this playing out, like in a movie or a TV show. Yeah. Tell, tell, tell your biggest Reba there's, story. There's like a fair in Bloomington every summer that uh, me and my stepdad went to. Um, and this is like the only good moment I have with my stepdad. But uh, I was playing this dart game where you have to throw darts at a balloon. And if you hit it, you win a prize. And I just could not hit a balloon for anything. Mm -hmm. And finally, my stepdad had given the dude enough money to where they were like, you know what? Just take a prize. You can just have whatever. <laughs> and I picked... Uh, of the level that I was allowed to pick from, I picked a framed Reba McIntyre photo. <laughs> Why? You know those? I like, don't know. Those. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It wasn't even like signed or How anything. How old were you? Ten. I think I was like ten or eleven, something it's like so that. So cute! It like breaks my heart. How cute that is. <laughs> It just sat in my room until I don't know where it's at now, but I wish I still had you know it where just it for is. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's in your trunk. Um, okay, sorry. This is what's interesting me when you guys are on tour together mm -hmm. and you're in a car or whatever. Do you travel by car? Together? No, we yeah. uh, like when we work together recently. Like he he drives and then I like fly in and meet him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he flies in and we go. Somewhere. Yeah, last time it was I flew and then we just kind of like. Yeah, Phil, do yeah, you travel with someone? Uh, no. You don't. You no. don't have openers. No, uh, I do, like very, very rarely. I this can't. is the first year I've been able to do this. Yeah, I like, can't. So it will demand. happen probably like next year for you or something. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Okay. I would love to if Tom's Makes available. It so much better. Yeah, oh, I can't company. imagine. Yeah. I didn't go to know. Dinner. I didn't know how great it would be. It's, it's I have people that I would like amazing. to work. Once in a while, I get to pick my opener, yeah. and that's always fun. Yeah. I know that I have people. There's a guy that I. Yeah. There's people. Yeah. And then there were people that I'm like. 
as soon as there are people that I would, I, you work with someone and you just connect with someone and you're like, it, you didn't even really have to know them because you guys didn't even know each other. Really, yeah. Right? Yeah. There were people that I would love to, to work with, like to have open for me. Yeah. It makes all the difference. It's, like, it's a huge difference for me. Like, I didn't know. Uh, I compared it to being on the road alone or with someone that you're just not friends with. It's like being an only child. Like yeah. you notice all this bullshit happening around you and you're just like, fuck this. You know, yes. like it's so yeah. weird. And you have no one to talk about it. Like it's like having bad parents and being an only child. Like mm -hmm. you're just alone with it. You can't vent to your dad because he's going to tell your mom. Like, you know, so, but then finally, like I, my mom had another baby and it was Tom. And <laughs> now I have someone to be like, isn't this guy a weirdo? Isn't this food terrible? It's isn't amazing. that yeah. MC awful like yeah and it's someone you can share the experience I with text people it, but also um oh shit was like oh yeah there's that whole thing about aren't you so much funnier if you're in the green room and you're just relaxed and you're talking to a friend and the last thing you've said you're cracking up with your friend and then you go on stage don't you always have a better set to start from that place yeah that's a good point i think so because you're like comfortable and you're being funny the way that you're funny yeah 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 it's just it's such a good place to start it's such like it's like vocal exercises to a musician like you if you're joking around and mm -hmm. even if you're just bitching about how much the MC should not do the song that he's bringing you up to every fucking night. <laughs> yeah. it just, just, just you have an inside joke about that, and then you get a laugh in the green room and go on stage. I always have a better set. Or mm -hmm. the cellar, if you make, if you're laughing at the table, yeah. and then you go downstairs, I always have a better set. That's a good point. I've always tried to analyze the things that make a show a good show, and it's like I can never figure out the alchemy. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't it's know. Just sort of magic. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's totally. I don't think there is like a perfect pre-game to <laughs> yeah, a show. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's I think things that you, you need... shouldn't do, right? Mm -hmm. There's definitely things you shouldn't do, but I can't. I place it in. Like I'll get like the best sleep and eat healthy all day and have mm -hmm. exercise and then go up and not have fun or not have, be happy with my set or the complete opposite. You know what I mean? You'll be out and not no sleep, travel day, whatever, and then you have a great time. I think there's yeah. no way to like control it. Mm -hmm. There's not because you're counting on two pieces. Like you also need like a room to be fun. Like you have to have a certain energy. I don't know. It's like all. I don't know. It feels like there's so many elements at play that there's no way you could control it. Yeah. All you, you're right. All you can do is control what you shouldn't do, which is like yeah. get wasted before you go up. Yeah, and not sleep. Yeah. Um, not work Tom out. drove 15 hours the other day. Oh Literally made it to the show 15 like right minutes before time. he was supposed to, like right on time from Chicago to New York. Yeah, and I was probably on stage within like 20 minutes or a half an hour. Yeah. It was Were you stressing weird. out? I was mostly just stressing out about the drive, and then I was like, I'll just worry about the set once I get on stage, because there was like a bunch of stuff. And it's also like you're seeing your friend, and I just wanted to like catch up with you as soon as I got there, and I was like, oh, I've got so much stuff to tell you. I wasn't yeah. even like thinking about the set. And then I got on stage, and it was just like a little bit, just a little bit weird. Like I, um, no one I cares. stumbled it's over okay. some word. Yeah, some the, words. I just want to talk about driving from three <laughs> until a long drive. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was brutal. Yeah, I'm still like recovering. What I time mean, did you leave at? Yeah. 3 a.m. Yeah, oh. and, and then, then I drove until 7 p.m. You can only do no that sleep? when you're in your 20s. No sleep. No sleep till Straight Long through. Island. Yeah. That's Isn't that the, crazy? That's the big part of the story. So yeah. did you go to bed before you got up? I got like two and a half hours or three uh, hours of sleep before I, <laughs> before I made the trip. And I had a full day before that. I didn't plan very well. Did I don't you think. <laughs> did you stumble You're on any words? No does soon. Uh, I just said things a little bit differently, oh, okay. but it was fine. Like no, I don't think anything was noticeable. Yeah. I don't know. I think Hi, like I'm Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I drank like a bunch of caffeine before I went up. I I really didn't notice a difference. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I just okay. wasn't as. 
Actually, I was just as engaged. I, yeah, I didn't notice the difference. I okay. think it, it I didn't just either. your adrenaline. I feel like just kicks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just looked like shit. I did look like <laughs> shit. Though. You didn't look like shit at all. <laughs> Next time you can leave a day and a half in advance. But that's what you're supposed to do in your twenties. Just push your body. That's what to I the just limit. told him. I'm like, uh, this is the only time you're gonna be able to sleep on someone's couch and drive 15 hours yeah. and like <laughs> changing your car. Like, yeah, it's just changing my like car. That. Yeah, Phil yeah. Tom is staying on our couch. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm, I made him a bed. It was very nice. Thank I you guys know, for having you're me. You're so here. sweet. I'm very nurturing. How long <laughs> it is. You are. Yeah. You like uh, set up. Yeah. You set up the bed for me. <laughs> How long are you? I like it. I oh, know, Nikki. I, you're so cute. You're like, good night. I'm going to bed. Tom's there without a pillow. I'm oh, like, I was fine. Okay, a pillow. I realized that yesterday. I'm like, I'm. So shitty, like no. Anya, and Anya cleaned the apartment for you. Like I didn't do shit for you. I literally was just like Anya, make our guests welcome. No, she didn't. She didn't. You guys have done a lovely job of it. No, Anya has. I welcome, just invited Tom. you. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's very generous, though. She's very like uh, yes. yes, come, absolutely. Like she always makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. that I have rejected and everyone that's asked to stay with me. <laughs> really to our apartment in the past. Like thank you, literally everyone. Tom, you're special. Yeah, I feel very special. He's the only one, bes- like that, outside of my family that I've been like. Even my family, I'm like, I'll get you a hotel. Like, I don't. Like, <laughs> Me too. Tom is like, I want. He's. It's so weird because like I, I really felt so like generally when you like are working a weekend with someone, you're just like, oh, cool, I get to catch up. But I'm like, my friend Tom is coming, and I get to hang out with him. It's just so fun. And I haven't gotten to get Furio with you yet, so we gotta all go. Phil, you gotta go to Furio sometime. Uh, when? How long are you here for, Tom? I'm only here until uh, like Monday. Yeah, so it's like a three tomorrow. or four day. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, oh man. I know. Doesn't that really suck? short trip? What are you guys yeah. doing tonight? Um, Long Island. You know, he might do a spot if uh, there's a drop out in at uh, at the stand, and uh, then um, oh, you're not going back to Long Island tonight. No, no we no, don't no, have a show. show oh, awesome! And then uh, I have a seller spot at like one a.m. Oh, I have a late you're seller on spot. You're on that show. We'll I have see a late seller. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. So, um, back to uh, fiance and mm-hmm. your what podcast topics did we have? I want to talk about that breakup that you went through because yeah. it was pretty terrible, right? It's pretty brutal. Yeah, it was multiple breakups. Uh, one was like on a drive back. The first one was on a drive. She mm-hmm. called me. And it was one of those things where I just kept pulling at it, where I was like, eh, there's something wrong here. And finally, she was just like, I think we should uh, break up. And I was driving back to our apartment. Actually, I was br- driving to a show at a hot dog palace. And then I was going to go to... <laughs> palace? Yeah, it was called a hot dog palace. And then I was going to meet her after that. Yeah. And I still did the show at the hot dog palace. Was it regal? It was pretty regal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hot dog king welcomed me. Uh, <laughs> was your show bounty. terrible? Did it suffer from No, it bounty? actually was a fun show because I just talked about it. But That's uh, the best when something awful happens and you can just go and on yeah. stage. That's the like, one gift. I, it would be weird. It must suck to not be a performer and like not be able to do that. I remember telling my mom, I'm like, how do you let things out? Like, You don't do anything creative. Yeah, yeah. To like, <laughs> she does it. <laughs> And I don't, but she, but then I realized she does like right. she like builds things and like and like made two babies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she kind of laid back and got it, and then they just grew. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was that was beautiful. I you know she love you, Julie, if you're listening, oh, which she's not. She would agree with me. Like I don't think you're like oh making a baby. Like she just had kids, you know, like. I don't know. I okay. mean, wait till that happens to you and see how you feel when you hear it's that. It's not going to happen to me. <laughs> I, got the I, I got the UTI. I, <laughs> or the IUD. 
<laughs> I made that mistake on the podcast before. You did, baby. I got the UTI. I'm really, really confident about, about it. it now. Let me tell you. It's the one that lasts five years. I'm keeping it in. <laughs> really that could be a bit. Too. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, that's so embarrassing that I got all, like, on my high horse about yeah. the UTI. The IUD. So anyway. Break up Hot Dog Palace. No, but I mean... I, I, what was my point? This is the fiance oh, you're talking about? Oh, yeah, yes. like creatively. Yes. So it was nice that you were able oh, yeah. to go on stage and then you, then sh- you then guys we, did break up. we got back together that time. That was just the first time where well, I was like, this is happen? crazy. How did, how did we get, get back, back together? Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm leaving. I'm moving out. Because we lived together. Um, oh, and I was like, I'm moving out. Yeah, and you got to pack your stuff. Were you already engaged? We were already engaged. And we had kind of like taken a break from the engagement, which was a bad sign. Like mm-hmm. that... Nobody comes back from that, that and I don't that doesn't think. even make sense. No, like, yeah, you're still dating. We're still dating, like, but yeah. we're not gonna f- get married in the future anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, definitely, this is definitely so, not gonna work out. But we're I, still dating. That's so true. <laughs> and I just stayed like a maniac because yeah. I had hope, I guess. Uh, but um, yeah, we got back together because I was leaving, and then we slept together, and. Uh, just both started crying and then just got back together, I guess. Wait, like how did, I want to know how like boning goes down. Like when you're both like saying goodbye. You try to make it last as long as possible (laughs) because you don't want, you know, the end is the end. Oh shit. Wow. Speaking of Reba McIntyre, that'd be a hell of a country song right there. The end is the end. (laughs) Oh my God. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. So like, no, but I mean like, how do you go from being like, okay, bye. We're broken up to like, kissing and then you know like i mean i can i can wrap my head around you know what i mean it's how does anybody just start kissing you just go for it i'm always fascinated like i have a friend who is a prostitute and i and i know that sounds weird but it's true and i always ask her like how does it initiate like you just walk into a room and you're like hey like you like nice to meet you and then you're like fucking like how do you how do you bridge how does she i just remember but you know just like they sit next to each other on the bed and then like she puts her hand on his leg and then like starts you know like just but they can't kiss right you can't kiss a prostitute no i think that's just pretty woman i think oh really uh, some of them do kiss (laughs) oh really yeah i think a lot of them do so i think that get a head cold I think that maybe they just start blowing them right away. You know, like they're yeah. they're experts, but I'm always like, how does that happen? Yeah. Like, how do they? And my friend gets prostitutes, and I remember asking him, like, what? How does it go down? Because you're just meeting someone for the first time, and then she's like, you're in her. Uh huh. Yeah. Like right away, that's crazy to me, and it's like sober. It just I couldn't yeah. wrap my head around it. So, how did you enter her? Uh, oh <laughs> romantically. Um, <laughs> no. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I actually do remember. When we ended things, she was like, I still love you. I still care about you, but like, I just can't do this anymore. And then I was, I literally said, Can we at least have sex one more time? Yes. Good for <laughs> of you. Of course you did. And then she was like, Yeah, sure. And then Good we both, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did she really say sure? Too. Yeah. She was like, Of course. Like, she was like, Yeah, I want to do that too. Oh, okay. Um, sure would really set the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I've got All some right. time. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I, yeah. I can work that in. Yeah. <laughs> dentist appointment in 30 minutes um that's that's fun like sex is like the worst thing to do like you can't have sex with someone that you're breaking up with because that will it's there's There's no way like it yeah it's not there's no closure with sex yeah this will be the last time just one more time for old time's sake yeah because then you just finish and you're like all right see ya like that doesn't you're like one more time yeah one more time (laughs) it's so funny because there can be no feelings attached right which is also not great yeah but there can be just so many like it can just trigger like if i was with my ex-girlfriend today it would just be a floodgate of feelings 
feelings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Really? That, yeah, that I'm like just holding at bay right now. But yeah. if we were to, um, That's like, true. if she's listening, no, if we were, if we were to, you know, yeah, it can, it, there can be so much, or there can be absolutely nothing. Yeah. Or I've had sex and realized, like, oh, okay, yeah, this definitely isn't working. I was telling huh. Tom yeah. last night, like, when my boyfriend and I have broken up in the past, like, or like been in like really intense fights where I'm like, oh my god, are we gonna get back together? When we have sex for the first time, it is the best. Like mm. there's because there's so, so many loaded. emotions, yeah. And you're just like, oh, I never thought I'd do this again. And like you're just, uh, it's it's just like uh, it's the greatest. It's almost like worth breaking up for. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's just so good. It's it's better than the first kiss. It's better than all that because you yeah. you already have the history, but it's yeah. also new again. So there's just like this very. Um, it's, it's exciting. It's crazy, but I know what you mean. Like you're just holding these emotions at bay. Yeah. And you're fine. You you exist like with this wall up. Absolutely. But if you saw her and she was down DTF, it yeah. would be like a flood. Like yeah. It would be a flash flood. Yeah. We'd all get alerts yeah. on our phones. Yeah. You would definitely get alerts on your phone. I feel like I have to give a shout out to my friend Ozband, the makeup sex at this point in the podcast because it does exist. Wait, what are you is, talking about? A band called the, the makeup sex. The makeup sex. That's what the band's called? Because it is. It is the best thing ever, having makeup sex. Uh-huh. It's amazing because it really does feel like it heals something. And it's like, it really, it's almost like a handshake. Like, okay, <laughs> we agree that we're good. You yeah. know, like it's just, there's something like, it's like you're signing a document. Or it's something great like. if you're making up. If you're broken up and you know, and you both know the sex is just an athletic it's, activity, uh-huh. it's the worst oh, yeah, in the world. I don't is. think I've, I've ever done that. done that. I've had that. It was Awful. It yeah. was heartbreaking. But it was it the same circumstance with Tom where you were kind of hoping that this would save it? Yeah. Okay. Then well, you were be- hoping it would save it, Tom? Uh not really. I oh. wasn't like I gotta oh. prove myself with this one. Like I just I felt like it's a, it was over. Oh, and then, okay. I kind of knew it was over, but I think there was a part of me that was like, maybe like in a couple months, who knows? Mm-hmm. Because you do another think that when you go through a breakup, you're like because sometimes they happen so suddenly and you say Oh my god! The last time I kissed him was like that stupid at the airport, just that quick thing by the Uber car with the Uber driver oh, there. Oh, don't like, even go down that road. It's so it, bad. It's the worst. Yeah. And you go, and that's why you want like, can we have sex one more time to make it like count? Yeah, you know? yeah. A lot of times like it's just goodbye. this flippant thing that you didn't know would be the last time. I mean, yeah. it's like it's like if someone dies and you're like, the last time I talked to her was about like fucking a Friends episode or something yeah. stupid. You're this just like, give me a stomachache. I know. It, it gives me one too. <laughs> Are have, you loaded up? Right uh, now? Uh, no, I just I, no, I broke up with someone. It was a couple months ago. But then yeah, we, then we, still we, feeling it. We kind of got, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> how a little, little bit to hold me, Tom? Yeah, tell me, um, Phil, how that is going and how it is. Um, I mean, I'm I'm guessing some days are great and other days are like terrible. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I, I generally feel. Um, I do feel a lot better, and I realize that it, it wasn't. It was so it, when we talked about it on the podcast before. It's a thing where like certain elements are so perfect for someone mm-hmm. like so conducive to be in like a long-term relationship or yeah, like a, yeah. a relationship that's going to last indefinitely. And then some things were just, just so we just weren't on yeah. the same page. And about, when, basically. when it is long distance, everything is magnified. I feel like by a thousand. Yeah. 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 And it's weird just cause I'm so fo- I just get so lost in like stand up and comedy and stuff like that, that I can handle long distance. But um, yeah, there were elements of it that were just like, yeah, mm-hmm. everything's magnified, mag- magnified. So, uh, what do you see yourself getting to a point? Like, can you see on the horizon, like, oh, I'll reach this point and it'll be 
I'll feel better. Uh, yeah, and I do feel a lot better. But there's oh, just definitely. there was just certain things like I there was just certain things that I really really liked about her. Plus, I was so attracted to her; it was crazy. So mm. I still I gotta go. I gotta every like once a week I'll be looking through my phone for something, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, oh Jesus Christ! What pictures? Or <laughs> yeah, just photographs, just photographs. Of oh, like you her gotta or send those to me. I'll delete them. <laughs> no, the thing is, like, you want to keep them because you're like, what if we get back together? Or what if I'm able to look at these someday and be nostalgic? Yeah. And not feel this pain, yeah. so you don't want to throw them out. Just send them to your Gmail account. I've done and that. Delete them. I've done that. <laughs> yeah. I have some like I have a folder on my Gmail account. <laughs> cool. That's a really good idea. Yeah, just so you don't have to be faced with that stuff every day. My therapist always goes, whenever I tell her something I'm doing that I don't even think is self-destructive, like keeping photos on my phone of an ex or something. She's always like, "Now, Anya, why would you do that to yourself? Why yeah. would you do that to you?" Once I was breaking into my boy ex-boyfriend's email compulsively could not stop for mm-hmm. months you had his password and stuff yeah ah. and it you have was his password? killing me the one it was the name of the woman he was shooting <laughs> <out with. laughs> alexis rochelle um, exclamation point <laughs> yeah no and and um it was just i was like i can't stop doing it and i'm like i'll i'll go without for like a week and then i'll start again and then i'm just like doing it all day and night mm. and it's pointless it's like stupid emails that don't even count oh my god and she's like why would you do that to yourself why would you do that to yourself Anya I'm like I never thought of that you're right and then I I stopped yeah when I've been through breakups with uh my boyfriend like I do not go through pictures that would be that feels so crazy and painful to go like I I can't look at the stuff really I gotta shut it off you mean old pictures with of the two of you not new pictures new pictures and I would never like see what he's up to like, right. as, when I'm still going through the initial like terrible pain mm-hmm. stage. I'm a year, I'm two years away from looking at her Facebook or anything like that. That's really oh, good. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. But Whereas I, I can look at like my XX Facebook now and yeah. just, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit interesting. So, so you haven't done it at all? You haven't looked at her Facebook at all? God, no. Man, no, it's crossed my mind. Control. It crossed. It, it has crossed my mind, but I just know that I'm just like I am not going to write any good jokes after that. Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's self control. Day. Yeah, um, be ugly. It's, you I know that, that feeling in the pit of your stomach when you're doing something wrong. Yeah, like that like this is so bad. Like you get into the like it's the addicting, sweats. Yeah, I think it's that just, feeling. It is, and it, it feels, feels terrible. It feels ugly because you're like uh, what. For me, if I when I've thought to do those things, I say to myself, well, if I want him back, let's say, he doesn't want to be with someone who does this right. weird shit. Yes. And so that prevents me from doing it because I'm like, I'm if I ever want to be in a relationship with him again, I can't have that on my conscience that I went through his email or I picked up his phone. Like that would just make me feel like a liar forever, you know? So do you feel like you better yourself and do more esteemable stuff? in order to be in a healthy relationship? I mean, that sounds like what I'm saying, but I think it's just overall just being a good person that deserves someone that you want to be with, that, like, deserves a good person. So, like, say I want to be with someone and I'm I'm not doing things that I want to do impulsively because they would harm his perception of me. But it's also, like, because... He likes good people, and that's just, it's under the same umbrella. Like, I'd be a good person, therefore he would like me. It's not just to get him to like me, but it's right. like that's really just being healthy. a good person. Yeah. Because, you know, when I've been through stuff, I've just had all these, like, terrible thoughts of, like, 
I'm, you know, just awful things that I want to do to myself or to others or whatever. Yeah. And I just say, and I was telling Tom this last night, like I just, I do, what stops me from doing them is like, that's not the person that I, then he's right that he shouldn't be with me if I'm that kind of person that would do that kind of stuff. That's not the girl you want to be. That's not the girl I want to be. And it's not the girl that I want someone I love to be with. That's great. That's wow. Healthy. That's interesting. That's, good. that's well put. Deep. It's true, and yeah. I think that's. Uh, but then, f- flipping the script, I, Anya just gave me a prompt for something we wanted to talk about before we leave. Is like when you know that you're, it is time to break up with someone. Um, yeah. What yeah. are like the signs where you are like, oh, I got to get out of this, and where it's not something that's like she cheated on me, or yeah, where you're just like, oh, I'm not as into this as I thought I was. I think we were talking about this the other night in our living uh-huh. room, and some and. Um, I was thinking about, you know, dating, even people short term, when I really enjoy them, we've had, like, maybe we've gone out five times, then I'll go on a trip or something to Mm -hmm. see my family or go to L.A. or whatever for a couple weeks, and I notice, out of sight, out of mind. I'm not dying to see them, I'm not dying to keep in touch, and that's kind of a barometer for me where I know... I, I'm not missing them, so yeah. it's not it's not something I want to invest a whole lot of time into. But if I find myself missing and thinking about them and wanting to keep in touch, I know there's like enough of a grain of potential there that I want to like water that mm-hmm. plant. Mm-hmm. I think the instant you start to feel like it's a burden to have to call them, yeah, yeah. Or text them or anything, uh-huh. that's like you you ignore it at first because you want to be the way that you felt initially, or you want to. Yeah, you want it to come back. And you don't want to have to yeah. break up with someone and, and hurt someone. Mm-hmm. And so you fight it. But like, I just, I remember, I've grown so resentful of some guys that I've just been like not into. And then I, instead of being honest with them, I'm just like being polite. I mean, this is like years and years ago, but like, and it just makes it worse because then you come to resent them because they're still on this level yeah. up here and you're like operating from down here, but yeah. they don't know it. No, they have no idea. And so right. you hate them because they're mm-hmm. like so needy and you're like, and so it's not fair to them to do that. Right. But so like, uh, yeah, but that's, that, that, I think that's the big thing when you don't miss them, you don't want to talk to them and you're not like, you get it. This is it. Uh-huh. Here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> when their name pops up on your phone and you don't get that little tingle in your stomach or in your heart. Just do no, you know what I mean? no excitement, flatlining. Yeah. 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 Like, and I, even dread to some extent. Yes. Yeah. But like, do you know what I mean? Like yes. when you get a, that, when you see the name, uh-huh. like even with my boyfriend who I'd, been with for a year and a half like seeing his name still is like gives me that flutter that it did in the beginning where it was like oh my god you know even though i'm like yeah of course he's texting me i asked him a fucking question yeah yeah but when that goes away that's when you know like it not even the dread part when that just goes away i think Man. that it's that's a good for at least for a girl who's like very wrapped up in like yeah because yeah, i don't know if i've ever i mean after like maybe 10 months I, maybe eight months of dating somebody, I feel like that's gone, but it doesn't necessarily mean I don't want to Well, I just changed their name in my phone to like someone exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you what their name is in the phone. <laughs> no, I I think it maybe might be like a girl thing. Like, yeah. I'm, like I'm very wrapped up in texting. Like I was telling my boyfriend that like I pay attention to the bubble when it comes up and there's like the dot, dot, dot. And I'm like oh, yeah. waiting for him to write back. And it, he's my boyfriend, but I'm still like, what, what's he going to say? And I'm like looking at it and waiting for it. And he's like, you do? Like, I've never done that. And I was just like, you've never done that? And he's like, I don't ever think to look at the bubble. And I'm like, whoa. Like, he has a maybe- Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Do you look at the bubble, Phil? I've seen the bubble. 
Yeah. Kidding me? Yeah. There's a whole article about texting bubble anxiety that Nikki forwarded me that we kept threatening to talk yeah, about. Yeah, one of our listeners, uh, Richard, who is a big fan and, and just a really nice dude, uh, always sends me really great articles to talk about. But there was this one about like how this whole culture of the texting and having seen that it's red and the bubble, how how that bubble of that dot 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 when you know someone's typing causes so much anxiety. So much. Yeah, I I feel like my brain goes to the negative. So when I see it dot, 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 and then it disappears for a while, and then it dot, 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 I'm like, oh, they're typing out a long thing that's going to be that I did something to hurt them in some way. Right. I'm just like preparing myself mentally that I did something the wrong. The other night I sent like a really big text, and it didn't deliver. And so uh, I was like, oh, his phone is off. And I was like, fuck. And it was off. And then I like found out he was at a movie, and I was like, okay. So I... It was so, I felt so pathetic. Like, this was one of those moments where I was like, ugh, I, he should not be with someone this crazy. But I was just like, I kept, like, having it open on my phone. Like, my phone would, like, you know, you just have it open to that screen, like, the text conversation. Yeah. You're just waiting for the little, like, deliver. To yeah. Come up. Like, like, just yeah, the yeah. little, like, the, and I'm reading Gone Girl, and I'm like, one eye is on my phone. Oh and my I keep God. touching it so it won't go to black, just mm-hmm. so I can see exactly... Like for two and a half hours, like he was—I guess he was seeing like some, you know, tw- why would you do that to yourself, Nick? <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? Because I was—it's almost like you were just—you're excited because you know it's going to at some point deliver. Like, yeah. you know, I don't think it's as brutal as looking at someone's like new girlfriend pictures, but oh, it, it, was, it was pathetic. It felt really pathetic, and then it delivered, and I was just like, <gasps> "It's there." He's like reading it right now. Like, I hate that feeling so much. My therapist was saying she's never treated so many people with so much anxiety, um, so many anxiety disorders related to technology. She said it's a whole new wave of disorders and they're all related to social media, technology. He texted me this. She texted me that. She emailed me this. She's like, it is unprecedented. Yeah. Well, you're constantly engaged now. Something can... Yeah pop up at any moment well of you're your not day. engaged anymore. well yeah it's over <laughs> she made it yeah. i want to remind you of that that yeah. is very over it's a bit of a wake-up call for you Tom. <laughs> i have to stop telling people that uh one thing though that I, I will say that about uh relationships like when you know it's over whatever one thing i'm gonna do now is have a mental i think there needs to be things that are actual like actual like deal breakers to go into a relationship with like have like a line like okay if this line is crossed i'm out because I had that last time yeah. where I was like, I don't know. And not like it's something because there's so much more than just like she cheated on me. But there's there's stuff to do with like, I don't there's some fundamental things that I know people need to have for me to have, for the relationship to have potential. And I'm just going to have that in my head going into these things. And I think everyone relates to that. When you go through a breakup, you're just like, I'm never going to date someone who did that thing. Like, I'll, I'll be aware of that or I'll be. Or I'll confront it early on so that either we get over it or it doesn't fester and build into something yeah. worse. Yeah, because there are things you just know this is not going to work for a long time. Yeah, if this, if this but is if it attitude. is like a, uh, I don't think that like the stuff with your old relationship, like um, whatever, maybe like uh, a deal breaker you're thinking is like we didn't like the same music or I mean, it's not something as trivial as that. But if it were to be like, maybe you could talk about it and find a way to work through yeah. it early on instead of being like, I can get over this and just and you're like wait but music's really important to me and uh, like I'm just gonna you just like you kind of like white knuckle it and then eventually when you are just in it long enough you just really start to like that thing becomes huge so yeah it's just but it is I think every breakup you just come up with a list of things like 
this is what I learned and uh-huh. then I'm going to take to the next one and it sucks that you have to go through it to learn something but like you do and and also there could be also on the other hand too where you're like ah, I could have totally just been cool with that yes but you know what I mean I don't know but there definitely there are going to be things so fundamental things. things where I'm just like yeah this is not if this is if we're not on the same page about this then this is not going to work Right. One of my things is like a guy who has a list of things. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we are kind of running out of time. Phil has to go. Do you want to keep going? Do Do I want to keep going? No, he has to go. I've, okay. Uh, we can do a couple more minutes. Well, we do have some um, appearances and stuff like that. Yeah, let's just get do into some that. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Tom, will you hang out and do another one? Of with course. Us next week. <laughs> okay, great. Um, Nikki Glazer. Uh, is going to be in Los Angeles during some select dates. Don't forget to follow at Nikki Glazer on Twitter. Um, Tom Brady has a podcast called Girls Night with Tom Brady. You'll be at Go Bananas in Cincinnati October 23rd through 26th, at Crackers in Indianapolis the 30th through November 1st. This is all Tom Brady. Check out comedybrady.com for more information and follow Tom at Tom A. Brady. Phil Hanley, what you got? Uh, please follow me on Twitter, Phil M. Hanley, uh, at Phil M. Hanley. And then uh, I have a, U- a show at UCB East every Tuesday okay, at 11 awesome. p.m. And it's free, and it, the shows have been great. It's, we've been doing it for a month. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'll be doing a holiday show with Phil Hanley December 13th at Union Hall. You can get your tickets now on the Union Hall website. That's in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Don't forget to call in with your questions on the podcast, 347 467 1240 at some point we promise we'll get to those 347-467-1240 you can follow me at Anya Marina on Twitter and all my albums and music things are on my website or iTunes or Amazon Anya Marina I wanted to say one more thing and I forget what it was it was about Tom Brady but I forget (laughs) what it is was it the Tinder thing? No, you, okay. no, no, no. It wasn't even a subject. It was more like how Follow Tom on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Follow Tom on Tinder. Um, no, I forget. I don't know. But uh, what a great, what a great podcast, you guys. Yay. Oh, this is what I want to say. Tweet at us. We love getting your tweets oh. about how much you love the podcast and what you, um, d- don't tell us what you don't like, but just <laughs> like what you like. I, I, They warm our heart, Anya. And yeah. Anya and I read them to each other and we like are just... So excited to hear back from Thanks you guys. Thanks to everybody on Instagram. The girl from Sweden or Switzerland or one of those delightful places over there. Um, we were reading all your little comments last night and it does warm our hearts. So, so thank, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for listening. And Thanks I'll see you next me. week. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Bye. Bye.